The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up! You guys really are like the hip-hop early morning, late night talk show. Breakfast Club is the most powerful, popular, urban radio show in America. Live from the black mothership in New York City, it's DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. It's different, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know what y'all talking about. Thank you, y'all. Be blessed, love. I love y'all. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches! I'm always nervous when I do the Breakfast Club because sometimes you say stuff and it's just going to get you in trouble. <laughs> Everybody wake up! Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Charlemagne is late. What up, Lauren LaRosa? Good morning. It's Monday! Yes, energy. Either Charlemagne is over this because it's the holiday season, or he had a late last night, a late night last night because his Cowboys played. Cowboys played uh, 820. I think the game was over like at midnight. We was listening to it on our way back up. We've been back and forth with the moving stuff. Yeah. And I was like, 
I don't know much about football, but I know Charlamagne is going to talk about the Cowboys again. Yeah, the Cowboys uh, won last night. They won 33-13. They're tied for number one in our division. So, congratulations to all the Cowboys. Not really. I don't want to congratulate them. I was going to say the congratulations nah, will change the nah, tone for you. Nah, nope, nope. Not congr- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely, positively. And sorry to uh, our uh, producer, Eddie, who's a huge uh, Eagles, Eagles fan. fan. I'm sorry for your loss, Eddie. I'm, Eddie I'm said the Eagles were embarrassing last night. What's going on oh, with Philly? They were horrible. It was bad. What's up with Philly? I don't know what happened last night but it looked disgusting Cowboys look good last night they too night. busy shaking the hips I didn't want to say that take that back let's take <laughs> that back too busy shaking the hips yeah but uh yeah so that was the game last night I'm sure, I'm sure that's the reason why Charlemagne is a little late I'm sure he was up last night watching the game he should have went to sleep <laughs> early because they were busting Eagles ass the whole day the whole game I should say but it is what it is but today on the show we have Jasmine Crockett she is the U.S. representative from Texas 30th uh, congressional district so we're gonna be chopping it up with her a little bit and we got a lot to discuss what you do this weekend I went to the um, the Barclay on Friday. I had a great time. Next play? Yes. Who did they play? I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Everybody came back to me. said I had a great I game. I have no idea. Did I said win? I had a great time. Did they win? I don't know. I can, First of all, I came late, number one. And then it was like open bar everywhere. We went, we, we went to, uh, downstairs to Cabron. After I didn't know it was Cabron. Uh-huh. At, uh, at the bottom of the Barclay, we went yep. there. It was so much 1942 margaritas. I don't know who played who. Jesus Christ. But I had a good time. Shout out to, uh, to Fam Meyer. Let me look it up so you can at least see what happened. Don't get me out here lying, though, because then they're going to be like, well, what oh, happened? They won. They the beat the Wizards. They beat Washington. They won, they won 124.97, so oh, they won. See, I'm good luck. Oh, my goodness. I had no idea. You didn't even watch the game. I saw the people on the court. No. Oh. All right. Well, it was a good time, though. Okay, as long as you had a good time. Mine was Christmas holiday, Christmas shopping all weekend long. Uh... It took us a long time to get our tree up, but we got our tree up this weekend. Uh, and, of course, the Elves on the Shelves move. You know, are you familiar with the Elves on the Shelves? Yes, I saw your, like, display, like your battleground display. Yeah, so Elves on the Shelf is very serious in my household. If you don't know what Elf on the Shelf is, is these elves uh, pop up in your house, and they're supposed to be watching your kids and telling Santa if your kids are good or bad. But there was an imposter self, uh, uh, elf that came in my crib, and the real elves uh, had to handle their business. It kind of threw me for a loop when I saw the photo. I'm not even going to It kind of took me for a loop, too. Because it's Christmas, it's like jolly, and yeah. then it's like, what in the Raising Canaan is happening yeah, right here? That's what I thought, too. But my daughter and my wife put that one together, and I just sat back and watched. What did the baby say about that display? It was a little graphic. They was, they was a little creeped out about it. They was a little creeped out about it, but you know, the note said that the elves had to do what they had to do to protect Christmas, so they were excited about that. Wow. All right. Teach your lessons early. Do what you got to do. Hey. All right. Well, let's get the show <laughs> cracking. We got front page news. Cezlin Figaro will be joining us. Charlemagne will be in in a minute. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hello. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne, the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Lauren LaRosa is our guest co host. And let's get in some front page news. I just want y'all to know Charlemagne just walked in. He has cowboys everything on. He has cowboy pants, cowboys jacket, uh, cowboys hat, cowboy cowboys pants. underwear. He said the pants was rockerwear. Are they they're, rockerwear? They're not rockerwear, but they're paper planes. Like, knock it off. I, wear, I, wear, I wear my cowboys jacket. <laughs> not like this. That is not true. Not like this. Well, Clearly, y'all don't pay attention, but nope. uh, every time my cowboys play on Sundays, I come in here with cowboy paraphernalia on. Thank you for paying attention to me. If you laid your fit up <laughs> last night, ain't nothing wrong with that. He definitely laid it out right. First we day of school style. We knew how you was coming today. That's right. We reserved <laughs> the energy for you and the cowboys today. I'm humble. Like, I'm, know, humble. I'm humble. We tenant, I'm humble. We tenant three number yeah. one in the NFC East. I'm not doing nothing uh, uh, a day after my Cowboys that I don't do any other time. All right, like, well, the, nothing at all. The Cowboys won last night, 33-13. Um, 
The Jets beat the Texans. Saints beat the Panthers. Buccaneers beat the Falcons. Bears beat the Lions. The Vikings beat the Raiders. The Bills beat the Chiefs. Like, I, you know what? The Broncos beat the Chargers. Yeah, I, 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 I don't like how you said we just won, though. I'm just saying, I don't like how you said we just won. Like, we didn't just win. Okay, we beat the Philadelphia Eagles, and we are now the number one team in the NFC East. Okay? And Monday night even though, our, even though our records are tied, our records are not tied in the division. We're four and one in the division. They're three and one in the division. The Giants yes. play the Green Bay Packers tonight at eight fifteen. Also, the Miami Dolphins <laughs> take on the Tennessee game. Titans. Such a pointless game for the New York. Oh Knights. my God! We got to drop a bomb for the Lakers too. The Lakers won the first NBA in-season tournament. They I beat guess. the Paces one twenty-three one hundred nine. What does that even mean? What does everybody? What does that mean? <laughs> they have a, they have an in-season tournament. Every and I mean, I every know player that, that won got five hundred thousand dollars. You get five hundred thousand dollars. Every player gets five hundred thousand dollars. Even the bench players. Oh well, congratulations to them. And we got to congratulate Devin Haney. He becomes a two division champion in his first fight at 140 pounds. Great so fight. Congratulations to him. Devin put on a clinic on uh, Saturday night. Drop on the clues bombs with Devin Haney. Now, what's up, Tez? A lot of sports this morning. A lot of sports. I just want to say, yes, Cowboy fans are humble because they know what's next, don't you, Charlemagne? And 49ers. So we got to remain humble. So. The 49ers. Wow. Yes. Yes. When do the we 49ers. Play? Play You've the 49ers done your history. Year. Huh? You already played the 49ers this year. You don't. No, don't you play again? No. <laughs> you don't? No, no. What oh. are you talking about? <laughs> well, then why are 49ers fans talking about, yeah, it's going to be different. It's going to hit different. Bang, bang, 90 gang. And 49 is the number, 49 is the number one in the NFC East. I mean, number one in the NFC period now because we beat Philly yesterday. So now the 49ers okay. are the number one in the NFC. Unless they're talking about potentially in the playoffs. I don't potentially know. Potentially in the playoffs. Yeah, they probably talking about something you're going to have to run through them 49ers. Yeah, they're talking yeah, about no, potentially the in the playoffs. Cowboys got to play the Bills, Dolphins, the Lions, and the Commanders. We got a tough right, schedule. By the way, four uh, four games. Yeah, those, those next. But they're three, talking about the potential. They're talking about bottom line blocking you from the Super Bowl. Is what you're saying? Yeah, those those next three games. Uh, our schedule is not easy. No, no. Mm-mm. All right. Well, let's talk about this. Uh, to the to, uh, tornadoes out in there, in there. What what is it? Tennessee with 36 yeah. injured, six people dead. Yeah, Tennessee. So I want to send our thoughts and prayers to them. A lot going on there. Saturday, several tornadoes touched down in parts of Tennessee. Let's take a listen. It's a tough morning for people in the South waking up to the devastation from severe weather overnight. At least six people killed. Nearly two dozen tornadoes reported from an intense storm system stretching more than a thousand miles. Many homes and businesses destroyed, roofs torn right off, and debris littering the streets, power lines and trees. No match for the wind. Tens of thousands of people reported without power this morning. Now, tornadoes are rated on a scale of one to five, just to give you an idea of what a level these tornadoes were. Clarksville, Tennessee, uh, that tornado was rated as a three with 150 miles per hour, and the tornado in Madison and Hendersonville was rated as a two with winds of 125 miles per hour. So just want to make sure we keep uh, you know, keep the Tennessee family mm-hmm. in our thoughts and prayers because a lot of them are still without power this morning. Absolutely. Nothing you can do against Mother Nature, man. Mm-mm. All right. Well, that is front page Oh, news. we got more. Okay. Yeah, no, we got to do it when we come back. <laughs> okay. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Sean Turner. Hey, what's up, brother? Get it off your chest. Uh, I'm, I was wondering what would it take for me to be um, co-host on High Night on the Breakfast Club. You, y'all think it's that easy? I, I know it's that easy. Damn. Oh, okay. Well, have a blessed day. 
Have a blessed day. How hey, yo, for real, for real, you, Charlamagne, you see something that worked late. He said he think it's that easy because you come in and work anytime you want. You know what I'm saying? That's, but that's what I mean. Like, why Why do y'all think this is so easy to just be up here? Like, that's crazy to me, yo. Maybe that's our fault. Maybe we too invited. Maybe we just let anybody up here. Well, Damn, dang. Lord. Not just Lauren, not you, Lauren. Not you, Lauren. No shots at you, Lauren. Like, no, 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 never mind. We love you, Lauren. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hello, my name is Dom. Dom, what up? Get it off your chest. Yeah, um, so my girlfriend is pregnant and she gives birth next month, but I'm, I'm still in that early phase where I've never been through what she normally goes through, so. You scared? Yeah, I'm, I'm scared. Yeah. I think we all been there, brother. I think I, I was scared my, my first my first child, Madison. I'm sure I'm sure Charlemagne was scared. It's just nerves, man. You you, you just gotta do the best that you can. There's no hand, there's no instruction manual to raising kids. You just gotta do the best that you can, brother. You mean you mean that you're afraid about, you know, the actual birth? I I'm afraid for necessarily the old how old protective I'ma be because mm -hmm. I already been through uh having a kid that wasn't mine. Oh, got you, got you, got you, got you. That whole newborn stage is where I'm really scared of because I haven't been through that. I was just more of like I was a parent to a child that I didn't know that was mine. Well, well first things first, man. Let's make sure that your your your, your woman has a healthy delivery, okay? And then you can start yeah. worrying. Then you can start worrying. But let's get through the let's get through the process of labor first. Sir. What's the scariest part of labor? Uh, I mean, when you're black, you know, just constantly thinking about the black maternal, you know, death rate, and you know, the, the, the anything that can go wrong will go wrong. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Especially when it's, you know, black women having babies. That's why doulas are very important. Salute to our doula, Latham Thomas, Globe Maven. Salute to you. I think you'll be good, brother. Just, you know, you'll be all right. Just just pray and, and just do what you got to do. Listen to the nurse. Listen to your wife and or your girlfriend and you'll be good, bro. But I think I think hey, every I father right now, so she's probably going to hear this soon. <laughs> yeah, I think every father's nervous, when, especially when you have your first child. Makes sense. Right. I'd be, I'd, if you weren't nervous, I'd be, I'd be wondering what the hell's wrong with you. Correct. My dad missed my birth. He was playing. He was playing spades with my grandma. What? They say, that, didn't, say that a little louder. My dad missed my birth. Him and my grandma were, were playing spades at the house. They didn't believe my mom, like, cause she had been going back and forth with like labor pains. Uh-huh. So they thought, like, oh no, you just in pain. You'll be all right. We got time. It was playing spades, gambling. I just came into the world, <laughs> and then they came to the hospital. But then you say you didn't meet your dad for how long? So, well, I didn't know him, know him until I was like 13. But he was around in the beginning. Got you. But we're not doing this this early, Charlamagne. Yeah, leave, leave me alone. Leave me alone. That sounds crazy. Leave me alone. Your dad was playing spades. <laughs> With my grandma. Mind you, my mom called him like, y'all, I'm going into labor. They like, we got to finish this. Y'all don't know my yeah, grandma. Did he win, though? I don't even know my grandma. He probably did. Like, because my grandma don't play around. 
Damn, that's Lord. wild, yo. I get it now. What you, you get, get? What? What you get? <laughs> what you get? It's why she hate us. Bro. I don't hate y'all. Damn. <laughs> she don't. Said, she don't trust us. You don't know if we're gonna be around. <laughs> we're not reliable. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have told my daughter that story. I just want to tell you. I would say I miss your birthday. My stage. mom makes it a point to say that all the like to tell me all the time. I can like, imagine that she she be tight. She you be didn't like, play spades in college, did you? Yeah, I played. I grew. Well, I've been playing spades my whole life almost. My grandma don't play that. Yeah, all right. It's you wanna, okay. You want to hug? No, it's all right. Uh-huh. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vet, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake, wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, Indian Shania. Call up from Georgia. Straight out of Philly. Hey, Shania. Good morning. Get it off your chest, mama. Okay, so this is my problem, right? I work in hospitality, okay? Mm-hmm. And my kids are good. It's a pink-eyed situation going uh, around in New York school, right? One week, my daughter had pink-eyed. Now the next week, my daughter got pink-eyed. Now they, they just keep getting sick. And I don't understand what these schools are cleaning or how they clean them, but we need to have a health department meeting on how to clean the schools. Because yeah, these kids are getting sick. And every three days, I'm pulling out. Yeah, it ain't just New York. Even in Jersey, I feel like my my daughter's always sick, especially my younger one. Now she, I think she said she in Georgia. How oh, old are your Georgia? kids? My, yes, I'm in Georgia, but I'm from Philly. I have a 14 year old, I have a 12 year old, and 11 year old. Yeah, man. That's my just, my kids too. My kids, kids my, my my youngest one getting sick a lot got, too. I, I'm about to fall out of work today just to take them back to the hospital. Damn. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know if there's something going around, but my my youngest kids got sick. My two year old and my seven year old. Got really sick, bad uh, sore throats and coughing, sneezing, and yes. a lot of it, yeah. You know what I think it is? I mean, I think it, it is something going around, but I honestly think it's these kids' diets, man. We got to make sure that we are feeding our kids, uh, you know, the prop, the prop, the proper foods. Because I think a lot of this processed foods, these chicken tenders and all this other mm-hmm. stuff, I really think it's uh, causing their immune systems not to be as strong as they should be. They are too. Um, crazy. Nah, yeah, yeah, your phone needs some sauce up. Hello, who's <laughs> this? Hey, what's going on? Breakfast Club with your boy Bingo. Hey, Bingo, Bingo what's, what's happening? Hey, happy holidays, y'all, man. Just wanted to say that before, uh, you know, y'all go on breaking everything. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all so much for everything y'all do this year. This is our last brother. week, 2024. That's right. Yes, sir. And then how about some Cowboys? Y'all watch that game. That was crazy. Let's be humble. All right, yeah. Let's hey, no, nah, it's all good, man. My Bears ended up pulling off a crazy win against the Lions, so... I was pretty shocked. Yes, I'm glad that y'all yeah. making lines. Yes, Absolutely, man. But yeah, I want to say shout out to all the last minute Christmas shoppers. I'm one of them. I'm going to be going shopping this week. So shout out to all the people that did last minute Christmas shopping. Yeah, you know what? I went to the mall Christmas. yesterday, and the mall was was real empty. I was very surprised. I thought it was going to be jam packed, oh, yeah. but it was it was empty. It was, uh, it was nah. definitely empty. Everybody doing online. Yeah, glad to. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, man. Absolutely, man. So I appreciate y'all. Also, Charlamagne, man. I got a question, brother. Yes, sir. Now that I'm in my thirties, I realize that my body is not healing the same. I work a lot of hours, like ten hours plus a day, five days a week, and I feel like I need some vitamins now because my body has been reacting. Okay, it has been weak the last couple of weeks, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't take no vitamins now. Um, I just kind of eat my food or whatever. But what would you suggest for a brother in his thirties to keep up? You know, with yourself, because I'm not 20 anymore. Well, I tell you what I do. I do uh, animal pack as far as you know, vitamins are concerned. You know what the animal pack is? 
No, I've never heard of that. Yeah, you go to you can get it from GNC or any one of those uh, stores like that. I do the animal pack. I do the I do the powder. The animal pack. Okay, is it like everything that I need in one powder, or is it like a whole bunch of different stuff? Yeah, it's it's, it's everything you need all in all, all in one. Hey, bro, could I make a suggestion? Just put it. Yes, please, Andy, What's up? Go to the doctor. Go get your physical. That's the, that's the most important thing. Go right. physical. Let them do your blood work. Right. Let them do your testing. Let them see if you're if you're deficient in something. Go to the doctor, brother. That's fair. You're right. I will make an appointment today. Continue fair, and I appreciate y'all so much. Uh, Laura, what's up? How you doing, boo? I'm doing good. Good morning. Okay, good. You still over there blocking your blessings? Whoa. What? You trying to holler again? Doing your what? I mean, blocking her blessings. All I'm saying is she blocking her blessings. She sounded like Claudia Jordan. I, wonder, I did what? What'd I do? Blocking you, your blessings. Blocking your blessings, boo. I'm trying to ask you out, and you be like, nah, oh, I'm good on that. Take you on a date. Oh. Yo, I come to New York. I come. To, where, where you from, Delaware? Yes, she's from Ain't Delaware. Ain't nobody going to Delaware now. Don't make. Don't tell that. No, I mean, I mean, I can do it, but I mean, if I can come out to New York, that's cool. Charlamagne, and we can have you set up something real nice. No, I mean, I mean, you might be surprised. No, I won't. I don't get involved you know. in nobody uh, <laughs> romantic dealings. I, you know, I think, oh. I, yeah. Uh, what's today? Monday. Okay. I think. Let me think about those blessings and get back to you by like Thursday. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right. You could have been blocking your blessings. That could be a nice gentleman that wants to take you out and get to know you. Nah. I don't know. I. I what's next? Okay. <laughs> get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Well, we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about? Yeah, we're gonna get into the um Grammy uh salute to hip hop fifty that went down last night. Okay. On CBS. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. My morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest co-host Laura LaRosa. Yes, let's get sir. to the room this. Lauren LaRosa. So I've been here for a little bit. I've been here for a minute. This is the rumor report. I think a lot of people will recognize the voice and the name. On the Breakfast Club. Lauren came in hot. You know, well, she, right? I, I came to tell him the truth. So last night on uh, CBS, uh, the Grammys did a salute to the 50 years of hip hop celebration. Mm -hmm. Tons and tons and tons of names in attendance and participating in the ceremony. Uh, Queen Latifah, Common, Public Enemy, Dougie Fresh, MC Light, Rick Ross, Jeezy, Boosie. So they had so many names. Like I feel like the show mm -hmm. didn't get the, the time of day that it deserved because of how many people were involved. But one of the really special moments were uh, Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff performing and Questlove introed them in. Let's take a listen to Questlove. I grew up idolizing these two from my hometown of Illadelph. They were the first artists to ever receive a Grammy Award for hip hop. But back then... They weren't invited to perform or accept their award on camera, which led to the hip-hop community setting things out that year. But thankfully, a year later, their hip-hop invitation did show up, and they became the first hip-hop group to ever perform at the Grammy Awards. Now this is the story all about how my... Now I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. Philadelphia, born and raised. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cooling up. Some people are 
outside the studio. Where was up to no good? I think this is the first time in a long time I heard people talk about Will Smith and it had nothing to do with in, uh, entanglement with the and mm-hmm. the slap and all that good stuff. I got to go back and watch that today because uh, CBS placed that on the wrong night. They should have had yeah. that on a random Tuesday or Wednesday. I didn't turn once while my <laughs> Cowboys were playing now, yesterday. I mean, I turned a couple of times, but they, they even says CBS, uh, I guess, had a, a blackout in certain cities where I guess they're having beef with the, the local provider. So a lot TV, of people, right? Yeah, a lot of people didn't get, it, get a chance to see it, but it was dope. He he wore an updated outfit from his first performance, yeah. which which was pretty dope. So, so yeah. like you said, it was so many different artists. I seen Two Chains, I seen Boosie. It was just, it was dope. Rock Him, Big Daddy Kane. It was E Forty, Too Short. It was just so many artists. It was, it was a dope. We got audio from uh, Boosie's well. performance. I know you said he looks Boosie so, looks so, so happy. happy man. To Boosie looks so happy. Boosie don't get the main stages like that, so it's a good turnaround for him. Okay, Kappas, calm the hell down. It's early in the morning good time, to be scrolling, yes. Kappas. All right, relax. Yo, but Jesus. Think, think about any award show. You got Will Smith and Jazzy Jeffrey Unite and Boosie on the stage. Jeezy. T- like, should have been on a Tuesday night. It should have. Yes, I agree. Oh, Jesse Collins for Jesse Collins was a part of it as well, too. And I think Questlove was EP, too, you said, right? I believe. I think Questlove was an EP. Yeah, he said that when he was up here. I just think it's fire. I'm going to go back and watch it tonight, too, because I had no idea that it was even happening. Well, salute to all of the artists that show up for the Grammys but don't show up for the BET Awards. I bet you Jesse Collins was like, damn, it's easier to get y'all Negroes to come uh, perform for CBS than it is for BET. That's what I said. It felt like BET should have had this show. You know, for it's sure. not more. I ain't you know? never seen this many names on a BET stage, and they actually all sh- are there. They oh, all showed up. They have more people who have more respect for CBS than they do BET. Do you get paid to do these shows? I don't think so. Oh wow, yeah. And I think they usually take care of travel, flights, hotel, and your stage and, and set and things like that. But I don't think they actually pay for pocket. Well, moving right along, Cardi B and Offset are officially done, according to Cardi B. She said she revealed that she is now single. I don't know if you have been getting clues from me for my life. I mean, I don't know if you guys been getting clues from me for my lives or for my stories when I put some certain music or find my own followings. When it comes for today's events and stuff, I don't know if it's true. I don't think it's true. I don't care to find out because I, I've been single for a minute now, but I have been afraid to like, I'm not afraid. I just don't know how like to tell the world. But I feel like today has been like a sign. Like I've been the last time I got on live, I kind of wanted you guys to tell you. I kind of wanted to tell you guys, but I didn't know how to tell you. So I was like, I changed my mind. But it has been like this for a minute now, and I was just, I just took it as a sign. I wanna, I wanna start 2024 like fresh, open. I don't know. I'm curious for a new, for a new life, for a new beginning. I don't know, y'all. Y'all think it's real, or do y'all think that they just, she's upset and just going through something right now? Aren't they married? They're, they are married. They're married, but Cardi has done this before and actually mm-hmm. dropped a divorce filing. So. Yeah, but she didn't say they're divorced. She said she's single. Yes, but that can mean that a filing is coming. But, I, but they they go through this pretty often. So mm. I. And when she talked about after everything that happened today, she was talking about the fact that uh, Blueface came out and accused Krishan uh, Rock of sleeping with Offset, which Offset has denied. Um Krishan has also denied it as well too. But this all started. Krishan got a, a tattoo cover of a blue face's name, mm-hmm. 
sat for seven hours to get the tattoo cover up, eh, two thousand dollars, all for it to lead into her being accused of sleeping with Offset, who is married man. So that looks horrible. So Cardi had to come out and say something. I mean, we had saw that they unfollowed each other not too long ago, and then all the accusations come out. I don't know, y'all. I hate this for Cardi. I hate this for both of them, Cardi and Offset. Yeah, it's horrible. They married. They got kids. It's the holidays. Yeah, they are. They are a married couple. I hope. I hope that they're just going through things and they're able to work it out. But you know, at the end of the day, whatever makes them happy, right? Because no. mm. I mean, separation sometimes make people happy. It's, it's, it's you true. know not all and not every time. We don't not know every relationship. People. Yeah, it has as to be together. As, as much as we think we know these people, we do not know Correct. these people. So you know, we be sitting back like, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> And people might be going yeah. through hell together. That's right. And they might be happy separated. But I just hope that whatever it is, they, they're able to work it out in a way that makes both of them happy, you know? My whole thing is how many times do you have to separate, though? On both sides. Cardi being offset. Krishan and Blueface. Like, when do you finally just be like, all right, I'm done? Well, the problem is their their relationship is is seen in the public. You know what I mean? Me and my wife, we haven't got arguments where we separated, but we always get into arguments, you know, especially early on. I'm sure Charlamagne and his wife got into arguments too, but it just didn't display in the public side, you know, where you got public people talking about certain things. You unfollow this person now. It's, it's just so much in the public eye, opposed to just being behind the scenes and being able to work through it. Well, shout out to, I think it's pronounced Lakimi uh, Tattoo, the tattoo shop in LA that did the cover up. Because as soon as that cover up started, it's like it was a ripple effect. Everything mm -hmm. else just started unraveling. Yeah, well, well, I wish them the best. It is the holidays. It's absolutely. Christmas. They got the baby. So Cardi B offset. Figure it out, please. All right. And that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. Teslin Figaro will be joining us. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Lauren LaRosa is our guest host today. What up, Tiz? What's going on, DJ Envy? Good morning, Lauren. Good morning, Charlemagne the Guy. Good morning. All right. Let's jump right into the sports. Now, uh, the Eagles uh, lost to the Cowboys 33-13 yesterday. And the Cowboys are now number one in the NFC East. Let's keep let's let's, let's put that in uh, put that in the air too. Okay, being humble, right? I mean, I'm just stating the fact. We're number one in the NFC East. Now the Jets uh, beat the Texans 36. The Saints beat the Panthers. The Buccaneers beat the Falcons. Bears beat the Lions. Vikings beat the Raiders. The Bills beat the Chiefs. Broncos beat the Chargers. 49ers beat the Seahawks. The Browns beat the Jaguars. The Bengals beat the Colts. And the Ravens beat the Rams. Now tonight in Monday Night Football, the Giants take on the Green Bay Packers, and the Tennessee Titans take on the Miami. Dolphins, all right? We also got to congratulate the Lakers. They won the first NBA in-season tournament, uh, and each player gets $500,000. So, congratulations to the Lakers. And do, those, do those games count, to, those games count yes. towards your record, right? They count Everything for the season. Everything yeah. championship okay. game. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, uh, the pitcher. Well, how do you pronounce the pitcher's name? Oh, I can't pronounce it, but I know he signed a deal for $700 million. That's the most ever, right? Mm -hmm. Biggest contract in sports history. It's only 29 Jesus Christ. Yeah, I wonder how they justify that, though. I wonder how much money is a team like the Dodgers making that they can justify paying one player $700 million. Guaranteed. It's guaranteed. He don't even need to work. Decade. After that 10 years, I honestly, I would probably never ever work again. Mm, that's a lot of money. Jesus Christ. All right, and we got to congratulate Devin Haney. Becomes a two-division uh, champion in his first fight at 140 pounds. So Devin congratulations Haney, to David. Devin, Devin Haney. Haney put on a master class on Saturday. Uh, he also called out Javante Davis. I would love to see that fight. I'd love to see, you know, Haney Tank Haney versus Tank. I'd love to see Haney versus Ryan Garcia because Ryan, Ryan Garcia called Haney out. So we'll see what happens next. All right, well, let's jump right into it. Let's talk Bernie Sanders, Tez. 
Mm-hmm. Appearing on CBS Face the Nation, Senator Bernie Sanders made a distinction saying that he supports a temporary uh, pause in Gaza and defended his decision to oppose a permanent ceasefire in Gaza, breaking with progressive Democrats in the House. Now, uh, Senator Bernie Sanders was trending all day yesterday on Twitter. The progressive movement, uh, people that support Bernie Sanders are deeply disappointed in him. I want you to take a listen uh, to what he had to say. I, I want to just clarify one thing, Senator, if I might. You support a humanitarian pause in Gaza. Some of your fellow progressives say that there should be a full-on ceasefire, which would require an agreement on both sides to halt the fighting. Do you support a ceasefire? And if not, why not? Well, I don't know how you could have a ceasefire, permanent ceasefire, with an organization like Hamas, which is dedicated to turmoil and chaos and destroying the state of Israel. And I think what the Arab countries in the region understand, that Hamas has got to go. So he's opposing a ceasefire. He's opposing a permanent ceasefire. He he is in support of a pause. Mm-hmm. Remember, they had that pause of, of, of what about a couple of weeks ago yep. for a couple of days, and then uh, hostages got released, and then it went right back to killing. Um, so a, a pause versus a who also Senator Warren also supported a pause where the uh, other representatives, such as AOC, Representative Presley, uh, Representative Tlaib, Representative Bowman, they're calling for a complete ceasefire. So most progressives have, and so he's going in the opposite direction. So people are not happy with that. Well, what are you saying? Makes sense though. I mean, you, you, how can you have a permanent ceasefire? And he, he kind of asked the question. He said, how can you have a permanent ceasefire with a terrorist organization who wants permanent war? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a, val- that's a valid question. Like, how do you? How do you have a permanent ceasefire with an with a, with a organization that wants permanent war? Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and I, 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 I think... Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Hello, 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Chelsea said it's important, too. He said, you know, Israel is losing the war of, of public opinion. You know, he said Israel has the right to defend itself against Hamas, but it cannot go to war against the Palestinian people and cause the horrific damage, the human life that we are seeing right now. And he said it would be, um, he called it a humanitarian disaster. And he said it would be irresponsible for the United States to give Israel another $10 billion to continue to wage this awful war. I mean, mm-hmm. there was there was a lot of nuance to what he said. I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. people, people were running with the headline, but there was a lot of nuance to what he said. 
Yeah, a lot of nuance to what he said, and yeah, people running with it because progressives are very, you know, again, these other representatives saying, no, they don't want to hear any of that. They want a permanent ceasefire, and that's it. That's all. So, once again, the, the nuances of it all. So, yeah, we'll, Bernie, we'll Bernie, see. He said, he said, he said verbatim, we can't continue to give Israel a blank check, you mm-hmm. know, to, he to, did to, say to, that. to kill women and children in Palestine. Like, he said that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about yep. this sickle cell disease. Yeah, uh, really good news on sickle cell. We know that's something that African-Americans suffer with more than anybody else. So the FDA has approved a groundbreaking treatment, a cure for sickle cell disease that uses gene editing technology. Let's take a listen. The medical breakthrough focuses attention on a long overlooked genetic disorder affecting mostly African-Americans suffering from an excruciatingly painful disease, sickle cell. The treatment called Casgevy is the first FDA approved medical use of the gene editing tool CRISPR and the beginning of a new era in medicine using this technology. It modifies the DNA in a patient's own stem cells so they no longer produce sickle cells which can cause health complications and can lead to an early death. Doctors call it transformative for nearly a hundred thousand people affected. Oh, I'm all for that. That's yeah, the kind of, that's yeah. the kind of advances in science I like to hear about. Absolutely. Yeah. It's really good. The only, the only sad part about it is, or discouraging part is, it costs $2.2 million per patient. What? Wow. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so exactly. So the access to this um, is obviously not going to be to everybody. And that doesn't, that price doesn't even include the costs associated with the treatment, you know, after, such as staying in the Jesus hospital, Christ. chemotherapy, no. and all of that. So, yeah, $2.2 million is it's a one time treatment. Um, so they go in and they, you know, get this treatment done. Uh, but it, it begins with a series of blood transfusions over three to four months. And so there's a lot with that. So, yeah, how many people can. And again, the insurance would have to cover it. Um, would the insurance cover something like this? Is this something, you know, that they would determine as a must um, as something wild. you must have or or will this be looked at as elective? So those are all of the things that, you know, get get looked at. So great groundbreaking treatment. But again, insurance has a way yeah. of. Yeah, you know, not now allowing not access. That. Yeah, there's so many right. nuances with insurance, like the inpatient, outpatients, rehab versus are you dying right now? They're not like, covering that. Yeah, that, no. That's, that's way too much. $2.5 million. Jesus Christ. Two. This 2. country 2. don't give a damn about its people in regards to health, man. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> like, 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 would it hurt them to create a cure for sickle cell and offer that cure to the people who need it? Who need but it. nothing. Regardless of like, yeah, come exactly. On, like, are we being serious right now? And it, right. this is why people get upset when they see all of this money that goes to foreign countries. That's right. All this mm-hmm. money invested, you know, in migrants. Uh, for, for migrants. You yep. know what I mean? It's just like, damn, people here, right here in America, dealing with sickle cell, you have something that can cure them, potentially, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah, a char- cure, a complete cure. A complete mm-hmm. cure, and you're charging them $2.2 million per patient? That's why. Who got that? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Insurance companies barely even got that. Oh. And. And we're talking about, you know, it says here nearly 100,000. So that's not even a lot of people when you look at, you know, can the government come up with $2 million for 100,000? You know what I'm saying? Oh, so right. it, it, this is absolutely something. Um, I hope, remember we did that story about the churches that raised money and was able to, you know, raise money uh, for this type of thing. So I'm, I'm hoping since the government can't step up, maybe somebody can. Because if anybody know anybody with sickle cell, um, that is a truly, you know, debilitating disease um, and can really change somebody's life. So I'm, I'm hoping somebody yeah. steps up to the plate. Now, I'm not the highest grade of weed in the mm-hmm. dispensary, but that's like, what, $200 million, right? Two million, two, take, two million per person 100, for 100,000 yeah. people? I think a little more. Yeah. That's like $20 million. That's a drop in the bucket. That's a that's a small, small, small percentage of what they be sending to these countries for war. $200 mm-hmm. million? Mm-hmm. 
they can now it, American yeah, people can exactly. find it. Now I don't know if it's more than a hundred thousand, but the report said it would affect at least a hundred thousand. Seemed like there would be more than a hundred thousand, but the bottom line is the point you're making, Charlemagne, is we got the money. So let's 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 take care let's take care of folks with sickle cell. Lord have mercy. I think that we got time like for another? Uh, we're good. Mm, let me see. No, we don't. Okay. All right. Well, that is front page news. Thank you, Tiz. Uh-huh. And make sure you subscribe to Tesla Figueroa's podcast, this great shot, no chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network and follow at Tesla Figueroa on all social media platforms. All right. Now when we come back, let's open up the phone lines. 800 585 1051 Let's talk to the fellas a little bit this morning. Fellas, now you know NFL star Ricky Williams. His name is now Ricky Myron because he has legally changed his last name to his wife's last name. Mm. Fellas, would you do that? 800-585-1051. Ladies, would you want your man to do that? Now, fellas, think about it like this. I, I, I just got to change the goalpost just a little bit. Mm. Move the goalpost. Move the goalpost. Change the goalpost. If you were dating Oprah Winfrey and Oprah said, you got to take my last name, would you do it? I don't even think you got to go so far as Oprah. I mean, I, if you if you love your woman, I never I never thought about it. Like this is something I've never thought about. But if you love a woman and she wanted you to add her last name to yours, you you would probably do it. No, he didn't add. He changed. He just completely changed. There's <laughs> no more. It's no more Williams. Oh well, I don't know about all that because I want I want to honor my myself and my my lineage too. Let's discuss. You know, like same thing. Like I got I got all daughters. I don't. I want my daughters to keep our last name because I don't have any sons. You know right. what I mean? So if they get married, I want it to be both last names. I don't have a problem with doing both last names. Okay. Well, let's discuss. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Lauren LaRose is our special guest co-host. Yes, indeed. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about taking your wife's last name. Now, this story comes from where, Lauren? So, this story comes um, from the NFL star, uh, Ricky Williams. Former um, NFL star. Former NFL star. Yep. Um, he decided to legally change his last name to his, wife, his wife's last name. And he said that this is something that he had been thinking about for some time now. And it actually done, but hadn't, like, mentioned it. And as to why, he said he did it because he wanted to create more balance in his marriage. His wife is a very uh, established and successful attorney, he says, but mm -hmm. he often gets more attention due to his NFL career. So he thought that this would, you know, help to create the balance. It's something that he um, considered after taking an astrology relationship class, I guess. Okay. See, I told y'all signs matter. All right. So the question is 800-585-1051. Uh, would you take your wife's last name? Now, Charlemagne, you said you would hyphen a name. Yeah, I would hyphen it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I wouldn't change it com completely, you know. Um, I have four daughters, and I want my daughters to keep our last name because, you know, I, I don't have any sons, so I want it to be hyphenated. That's how my wife's name is. My wife's name is her last name and my, la my last name because her, her father don't have no sons. So, yeah, to keep the, to keep the last name alive, I would, I would do the hyphenate thing. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't change my name completely. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. My 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 lineage and my ancestors matter too. I wouldn't change my name completely. Yeah, no, I wouldn't change mine at all. I'm an only child, and um, my wife has two brothers, so yeah, no, I wouldn't change mine. Um, Lauren, would you want your husband to uh change his name to your name? No, I want to take his last name. 
You want to take this last time? I just, I don't know. I just feel like I'm just, it's so weird because I'm not traditional at all, but that is, I don't know, it's just something you look forward to as like a woman. Like mm-hmm. for, well, for me anyway, not for all women, for me. But I thought it was interesting too. He said that he didn't really care about the change either because the last name was, Williams is not even his real last name. The guy, I guess that was married to his grandmother that took care of the family isn't his real, uh, like isn't, like isn't his biological dad. So, mm-hmm. That changes it too because the lineage is not really even there because it's not as that. And I wonder where it shifted for us too. Because remember, it was a time where you know, uh, especially if you study like you know Islam or the five percent teachers of Islam, you know, the last name was a slave name, so that's why people would you know change their name to X or mm-hmm. Muhammad or mm-hmm. you know Farrakhan. So I wonder where, where where we got to the point where we was like, nah, we're gonna represent our last names, even if they are you know from yeah, our slave owners. Because I, Casey, I don't think it came from. From black name or McKelvey. Sound like a, uh, yeah. No, duh. Those yeah. are. For, <laughs> yeah. I'm saying like just clear, clearly, clearly that was our slave owner names. But I'm just saying. I wonder when we started to claim those and say, nah, this is our last name. I kind of feel when like people got woke. I don't know if it was when people got woke. I think I, I think when Dame Dash would say, uh, "Hustle for your last name, mm. not your first. Mm. You know, like, like that matters. That and that is our names. You right. know, at, at 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 the end of the day. So so like I said, I wouldn't I wouldn't change my last name. But you never know what you'll do if you're. If your woman asks you to do it, but if you want balance, like Ricky Williams said, you don't change say. your name. He said it created more intimacy and everything in that relationship. So nah, you, you, put the, you put the hyphen. Mm. You have both names. Mm. But I asked a couple of uh, the men behind the scenes, and I asked them if they would do it, and they said no. But then I said if it was somebody that was financially secure, like an Oprah Winfrey or one of those, would they change the name? They all said yes. I hate that for y'all because even if she wasn't financially secure, if you love her, and that's what would make. I'm just telling you, don't what get they me told started. Me. You know they said I hate men, so don't get me started. You do. You do. Okay. Hello, who's this? <laughs> hey, good morning. How are you? How you doing? I'm good. This is Dr. Brian Thomas. Good morning. Good morning. Please would you change. change your last name to your wife's last name? Yeah, I would. I don't see a problem with that. I don't see an issue with it because, I mean, just like Charlotte Mane said, she doesn't have any daughters and everybody wants a legacy. I don't have a problem with that at all. I mean, I don't think it's it's fair that, you know, it's an automatic thing that the woman gets to take my last name. I mean, what's wrong with having it, you know, the other way around? It should be okay. So, hold on, you, you would change it completely? Yeah, what's, I mean, what's the big deal? Yeah, my last name is Brian Thomas Kardashian. Absolutely. What's the <laughs> yeah, I'm a Pinkett Smith Winfrey Nose okay, Carter, so you, I understand. Brad, hello? Hello? Hey, Brad. Uh, yeah, I was saying, um, man, that I would do. Really you ain't calling us from the toilet, man. You calling us from the toilet? Because there's only like. Hey. Uh, no. <laughs> Why you sound like that? Uh, Bluetooth, I guess. Okay, all right, continue. I'm so, sorry. So you would change your, your, your last name to your wife's last name? I would be down, not that she'd ever ask that, but because her last name is so unique that there's only like a handful of people that have it. In all of the U.S. What's her last name? I kind of don't want to say it. <laughs> it's not bad or anything like that. Just, you know. What is and it, bro? You don't want to put her out there. I understand that, Then why that, call her say it's unique? You're not going not to tell us what the unique name is. Well, because of the unique perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like, the the fact that most guys wouldn't have to worry about that because a lot of people have common last names and hers isn't. But because it's not common, okay. I don't want to put her out there. Got you. All right. Have a good one. All right. Yeah, too. That would have been so much better if he just said the name. Just said the name. Hello, who's this? This is Greg. Hey, Greg, would you change your last name to your wife's last name, Greg? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I uh, I grew up in a, in a household where uh, family dynamic wasn't really a family dynamic. You know, my, my father wasn't around for real. So my family, my last name really don't mean that 
deep family rooted thing. So if if I was with somebody and I wanted to get married to her and I felt like she was uh, bringing me into a family where they was embracing me into the family and it was a real family dynamic, like we holding each other down, I would do it in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Okay. Hello, who's this? Yo, uh, T from Houston. How you doing? T from Ace Town. Now, would you change your last name to your wife's last name? Man, hell no. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> man, because you know I'm a, I have a strong religious background, man, and it not only is it our honor, it's our assignment to lead our household, and we're supposed to make honest, honest women, you know, out of these, out of these women out here, and. I want my wife and my son to carry my last name so that I can take this last name and and move it into the future and make a respectable last name. And I just feel like we live in a more feminist moving society now. And we need to get back to being more masculine and being men, a standard of respect and whatnot. And we can't do that taking taking our women last name. Hey boy, if, if if taking a woman's last name makes you less of a man and you never was a real man to begin with, what the hell are you talking about? I'm glad you said it because if I said it, I hate men. <laughs> like I don't that. hate nothing. I don't, I don't have nothing that, against you, but everything you just said sounds like you got some stuff to deal with. Yeah, that logic don't even add up. No, no, I I absolutely don't have anything to deal with. I'm in therapy dealing with it all. Is 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 your wife, uh, Charlamagne, is your wife's last name your last name or do you have your wife's last name? She she has she has both. I don't I don't have her last name, but her last name is both because she was the only girl, and so she wants to still honor her father. And I hope that my daughters do the same because I got four daughters. So I hope that they keep our last name, but then they can add on, you know, whatever the last name is to the person that they choose to marry. I understand that, but what would you think of the man that walks into your house and saying, "Okay, I'm okay with taking my daughter, your daughter's last name." I would I would want to take our last name too because if I do this thing right, then I'm breaking a whole bunch of generational curses, and that last name gonna to continue to be popping for 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 centuries to come. So yeah, I would hope I, I would hope I create the kind of last name that a man wants to take my daughter's last name. Yeah, I understand that. What I'm saying is, if if your daughters bring bring a guy home, and you had that conversation with them, and he's like, man, look, I know where you're at, and you you would you would respect him. If he's like, okay, I'll take your your daughter's last name. Yes. And I'm going to tell you something else. And I'm just throwing this out there. Do you think at some point in time there wasn't a man who married some woman in the Rockefellers and said, I would love to have the Rockefeller last name? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I would love to say I'm a Rockefeller. It just depends on the situation. I, like, I'm not looking at a man any different because he chooses to do that. Why, Ricky Williams catching flack for this or something? Yes. Yeah, of course. You know he is. Who, from he the nigger net? Yes. Because yes, because, because right. so many men feel like little things like the last name. And I get I understand like tradition and all that. That's why I would want to take my mm -hmm. husband's last name. But if if it were to go the other way around, it shouldn't change how you lead this household, how any no, anything like that. Just if you name, a man and that's what you do, you do that regardless if I got your last name or not. Well let's talk. Eight hundred five eight five one oh five one we'll take some more calls. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. If you're just joining us, we're talking about Ricky Williams. He's a former NFL player. Uh, he came out that he was taking his wife's last name, and people are giving him flack about it. So we're just asking 800-585-1051, would you do it? Quentin, what up? What's up, man? What's up? Would you take your wife's last name? 
You're not the man if you the name is not you if if she doesn't take your last name, like aren't you still the man? No, I'm not taking her name. Now she if she got a bunch of money, I'll take her name. Yo, shut up, man. It's so crazy to shut me how can I can I can I say it's it's so, it's funny to me, uh, Lauren, when people say you not a man if you take the woman's last name. But, but if she the got woman, some money, if the woman got money, it's okay to take. That makes you a bird brain. You a bird. But if I sat up here and said anything about a man with money and what I would do because the man got money, I am like, I have no morals. I'm. They call you a bird. You, you, oh my you, god! By the way, all, for all guys who say that, hey, if the girl got money, I'll take her last name. You a city girl. Definitely a city, a city girl. girl. But y'all mad when we bumping city girls and the sexy reds and see, I'm just I don't hate nobody. I'm just calling out double standards all the time. Y'all be mad at me. Amazing. You know what up, what up? Now, now it says that your wife wants you to do that right now. Take her last name. Not my wife, my fiance. We probably in possibly getting married. Okay. Yeah, she wants to change the narrative. She wants me to take her last name. But I'm pretty old school, man. I'm I'm not for that. But I do get her I do get her point of view. Because her father was a single father, mm-hmm. so her last name would die out with her because he only had two girls. So I do understand her point of view, but I can't do that, man. Why, why doesn't she walk around my wife? Why does Why doesn't she just hyphenate her last name? And then when y'all have yeah, kids. I ain't, I ain't for that hyphenating. No, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying you. I'm not saying you have to. I'm saying why doesn't she hyphenate, you know, y'all last names? And then when y'all have kids, the kids have the hyphenated last name. She wants to hyphenate it, but I don't see the purpose of hyphenating. Who has two last names? It's like walking around with two first names. That's not true. People have two last names, especially if they fly. Yeah, a lot of people have if, two if you, if you, if you, I know they have two last names, but I mean, come on, we get married. I mean, like I said, I'm old school. I see my grandfather do it. My grandmother took his last name. Y'all got kids? My mother took No, not yet, not yet. Yeah, I hope you have all girls. <laughs> Damn, I hope you have all girls. That's not a bad thing, though. I hope you have all girls. So when those girls get married to another guy, you'll understand why it's important to hyphenate the last name. Ain't, not, ain't nothing wrong with all girls. Nothing wrong with all girls. You might lose that last name, though. That? You might lose that last name because if they get married and want to stay traditional and take their man's last name, like they, you right. know, the household yeah, they're raised in with their father. That's something that's uh, going to have to be decided when they get married. Oh, my God. But you can just change tradition now, you idiot. KP! <laughs> What's wrong with people, man? Change tradition now. KP! Yeah, what's up, David? Would you take your wife's last name? Um, it depends on which name adds more value to the family, man. Okay. Like, um, traditionally, the man's last name is going to be worth more than the wife's last name, whatever case is. But, you know, if, like you pointed out, if Oprah Winfrey wants me to take her last name, the Winfrey last name means more than the Pierce last name. So, I, like, hey, let's carry that legacy off. What's the tradition? And then also, uh, you know, if, like, for instance, Ricky Williams' last name carried a whole bunch of weight as far as, like, his daddy left him with emotional trauma and stuff like that, he might not want to leave that legacy to his kids. So he might want to, you know, add the value of the wife's family name on. So, uh, me personally, I, my wife got my last name, but if hers would have been worth more than mine, I would have been a hawker. <laughs> What's the traditional rule that says that the man's last name carries more weight than the woman's? Did I miss the, that rule? The traditional rule, what I'm saying is traditional. Whenever we go back to old school marriages and stuff, you know, the man brought something to the table and said, hey, I'm adding value to this. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying there's a rule, but I'm saying traditionally that's why the man's last name 
was taken because you're saying, hey, I'm bringing your daughter over here and join her to this family. And, you know, this family is adding value to you. Okay. All right. All right, brother. Well, what's the moral of the story, guys? I mean, the moral of the story is you got to do what works for you. You know what I mean? I already told y'all. I got I got three, four beautiful daughters. So, you know, I, I, I want them to, you know, hyphenate their last names when they choose to get married a long, 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 long time from now. Because I want my name, my last name to continue to live on, you know? And I think most fathers who have daughters want that. Okay. My wife, that's what my wife did. So mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with that. As far as changing my last name completely, no. I want to honor my family just like, you know, that person wants their family on it. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about? Yes, we are going to go back to the Pink Friday 2 conversation. I know we talked about it here before, but it's broken records. And, like, the first couple of records was in the first, like, 48 hours. So, wow. Charlamagne got some explaining to do. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Lauren LaRosa's here. Let's get to the rumors. I think a lot of people will recognize the voice and the name. On the Breakfast Club. Lauren came in hot. You know, Didn't she, right? I, I came in telling the truth. <laughs> so on Friday, Nicki Minaj dropped Pink Friday too, and we talked about it in here. Um and Charlemagne, you had some comments that kind of went a little viral. Let's take a listen. You know what I hate? I hate that, you know, this album didn't have a bigger rollout. Like, I'm mad that the album just yeah. dropped. Like, we knew it was coming out, but it's Nicki Minaj. Like, who, the, who, I don't even know who she, who she signed to. Universal still? I'm not sure. I don't know who she signed to, but who whoever she, signed, she to. signed to, it's just like, yo, Nicki needed and deserved what did a you bigger want? rollout. What did you want? What would it a look record? like? Like, she got records on this album. Like, why wouldn't a single come out? You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't a big video come out before the album? what I say wrong? I don't, you didn't say anything wrong. Mm -hmm. I think the debate online around this was... Do people just underestimate Nicki Minaj rollout or not? Is she a big enough artist that doesn't need a rollout? Kind of like what Beyonce did that time where she changed the game. Or will this hurt her album sales? Now, the album has been out since Friday. In the first 48 hours, Pink Friday 2 broke a lot of records. So, um, number one, she broke Spotify's record for the biggest debut of an album by any female hip-hop artist. Mm -hmm. um, she's already projected to go to go number one on the Billboard Top 200 at some point this week. Mm -hmm. And there are also reports by Chart Data, they normally do a lot of the numbers, that Pink Friday 2 has now sold over 500,000 total units in the U.S. 500,000? I didn't see that now. Chart I saw Data is saying... So 171.90 I saw as well, too, when the album first dropped, and that's what was projected. Mm -hmm. Chart Data, which I've seen a lot of people reference when they talk numbers, says that she has now sold over 500,000 total units in the U.S., and this oh, is because of Red Ruby the Seeds Ruby. and all yeah, those yeah. other songs that had been out prior to getting on the album. I wonder how they do that, because usually it's, you know, your album has to sell a certain amount, but your singles sell a certain amount for your single sales, right? Like your single could go gold, your single could go platinum, but then your album is something different. So do they lump everything together now? Yeah, so the report that I... The, what I saw that broke it down was because of like the Red Ruby the Sleeves, the mm -hmm. that what's that other song, the big song that's on the the older song. Uh, Y'all know what song we're talking about? The sample. I don't know the name of the song right now, but oh, with the uh, the the, the uh, with Ice Spice. Uh oh, that that one. No, that's, that's Red, Red Ruby the Sleeves. There's Red another Ruby there's Ruby another two songs on there that are older that have been out as well that she mm -hmm. put on this album, and because of that, it all goes into the overall streams and mm -hmm. listens and buys or whatever for the album. So. I, I don't know. All I'm saying is that it seems like Charlamagne the Barb's came through. She yeah, didn't so, need that so, rollout. No, once again, salute to the Barb's. Don't let the record label take credit for what the Barb's did. Now, imagine if the record label had did a proper rollout. 
That's what I also. That's the other thing I said on Friday too. Don't 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 leave it up to the artists and their fan bases on social media to just to just show up. You gotta do your job as a label. That that might have been their plan though. We don't know if that that's was whack, their plan. Though. Imagine being a record label and sitting back and saying, "Well, she got a cult like following. They gonna buy no, it as, anyway." As like a quote unquote surprise album, I guess. I don't know, but they, they still this, did this well. wasn't a surprise album. Nikki, no, Nikki's been talking about this album. This wasn't. It a surprise wasn't a surprise. It, it, it was. It was this talked was not about. A surprise album. The date was pushed multiple times, mm-hmm. and one of the times it was pushed is because she said she wanted to do like the vinyl covers mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Exactly. So there was time. Did the yeah. vinyl covers come out and all that? Yeah, that stuff is all here. Yep, that stuff is. That's one of the things people were quoting. Like, oh, she did have a rollout. I mean, Mm -hmm. but it didn't stop us. We didn't feel it. And that's what I think the comments were. But mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm interested to see what happens with her in that uh, top 200 chart. And by the way, that's not the first time I've said that about rollouts. I just think rollouts are a lost art. Like, you know, people don't do rollouts like they used to, period. And it's, it is because of Beyonce back in the day, dropping that album. Yeah, surprise what? album. All she y'all ain't Beyonce. Yeah, drop a bomb for Nicki Minaj, though. That's dope, bro. Drop a, drop that a bomb song was for the super freaky, too. too, y'all. It was super freaky and Reverend with the Sleeves. Oh, super freaky. Because those songs have been out and been going yeah. crazy. So then you put them on the album and it goes, goes I saw, up. I saw Barb's posting multiple copies. Mm-hmm. So- hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. 
Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. They're buying physical copies from places as well. So yeah, we know the Bobs are a cult-like following, but I just want to make sure that all systems are a go at all times, and I want to make sure the record label's doing what they're supposed to be doing for these artists. Because mm-hmm. an artist like Nicki Minaj deserves a huge rollout. But well, we have to know what, what went on behind the scenes, but either way, yeah, shout out to her, that's big. Um, in other news, though, 2 Chains was involved in a car accident over the weekend. He was in Miami for Art Basel and posted video from back of ambulance. We have a news report. Rapper 2 Chains was taken to the hospital after a three-vehicle crash in Miami. This happened just after four this morning on State Road 112, not far from I-95. The rapper did post to social media in the back of an ambulance telling his followers about what happened. And in lieu of this crash, Miami Fire Rescue wants you to be mindful when you're out on the roads of your speeds, especially with Miami Art Week. MFR says five to seven people were evaluated during this crash, but 2 Chains was the only person transported. Yeah, so I guess he was leaving Booby Trap and was on the highway headed mm-hmm. back to where he was staying. And uh, it, it seems, it appears like a car hit him from behind because all of the injuries were on the front left uh, driver's side. Mm-hmm. There's a photo of the car. The car is pretty banged up. Um, yeah, it but he, pretty bad. Yeah, he was, he was okay. He just, he did suffer uh, some neck injuries. Um, and there were other cars involved in the crash, as you mm-hmm. guys heard. So glad he's okay. But th- the biggest thing is that police think that uh, the driver may have been under the influence that mm-hmm. hit him. And you can imagine, you know, it's Art Basel in Miami about their partying. Yep. So, just got to be safe. Well, salute to 2 Chains, man. Hope he heals up. Same. If he's hurt. Mm-hmm. 
Same. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, Charlamagne, who are you giving that down to? For after the hour, we need Shayna Hudson to come to the front of the congregation. We would like to have a word with her, man. She is a <laughs> she's a woman from Florida, and she's in the holiday spirit. Okay. But what? there's two types of holiday spirits, and we shall discuss. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange... The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day with Charlemagne the uh. guy. I don't know why y'all coming in and get y'all like this. Yeah, Donkey of the day for Monday, December 11th. Let me make sure that's the day. Monday, December. Yes. Mm-hmm. Goes to a Florida woman named Shayna Hudson. Shayna is 39 years old and hails from the great state of Florida. What does your Uncle Shala always tell you about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And today is no exception. This is the season... Okay, the holidays, the most wonderful time of the year, but it's a season full of financial pressure. And I want to be the first to tell you to release that pressure. Be for real with everybody in your life about your financial situation. Act your wage. If you don't got it, then you don't got it. And if you keep that mentality, you won't end up doing anything nefarious to get it. Because that's what happened to Shana. See, Shana decided that even though she could afford to get her kids presents for Christmas, she decided those presents she already had, they just weren't enough. Shayna wanted more, so she came up with what folks are calling a Grinch-like plot to get it. Let's go to NBC2 News for the report, please. TVs tucked under the sheets, fishing poles on a pile of clothes, and nestled behind the dryer, a basket full of Bath and Body Works. Lee County deputies checking their list and counting it twice, finding nearly every single item Shanna Hudson originally claimed was stolen from <gasps> Lily Highacre's home. Monday night, she wouldn't explain why. I first met Hudson on November 20th. That evening, she told me someone broke into her home through a back window, swiping away thousands of dollars of gifts that she just bought for her kids. Eight fishing poles. They took some clothes. I bought clothes for my five kids. All of it gone. Her story then? Christmas is ruined. I wanted my kids to have a decent Christmas, but now they don't have Christmas at all because some thief came and stole our Turn yourself in and bring us back our stuff so me and my kids could have a good Christmas. They didn't need to turn themselves in because deputies say Hudson had them the entire time. An anonymous tipster leading deputies to a relative's home Monday evening and then to Hudson's house where they arrested her. They is you. <laughs> they need to turn themselves in. She was. It was her the whole time. What's that saying? Oh, when you have a tangled weave, you will practice to deceive or something like that. Shana didn't have to do any of this. She already had presents, okay? The reported stolen items she hid at another family member's home. There are people out there right now who can't afford to even buy presents at all. Okay, the lie about what happened to you, Shana, and take advantage of a system that is in place to help the less fortunate because there was some people who showed up for her. Salute to the Lehigh Acres American Legion and the Sheriff's Office uh, shop with a cop. They came through in the clutch when they saw, you know, her story. They raised money and was able to, you know, uh, get her present. So they did what they were supposed to do. They just did it for the wrong person. What's bad about situations like this is you potentially make it harder for the next person because they're going to be even more strict and maybe even you know, hesitant to help folks because of what Shana did to them. Not to mention, this is a prime example of this generation not being okay with not having and not being appreciative of whatever it is they do have. It's really that simple. Shana already had presents for her kids. You heard all of the things that they listed, fishing poles and televisions, but that wasn't enough. 
because I guarantee you she was already thinking about how this is going to look on social media Christmas morning. She was thinking about the look. In her mind, it wasn't enough. What she had wasn't enough. That's why greed isn't a financial issue. It's a heart issue. What does that mean? Okay, it implies that greed is not solely about accumulating wealth and material possessions, but rather a reflection of one's inner values, desires, and mindset. And Shayna, your mindset, at least in this moment, was just devious. And you can't even see it because greed makes you blind. And you probably don't even realize you did something stupid because greed makes you foolish. And I'm glad they are using the term Grinch-like to describe Shana because there are two types of holiday spirits. Those of us who are just filled with gratitude and loving the holiday season. And then there are those who are mad that everybody else is happy because they're not happy. And they want to find a way to steal someone's joy. And most of the time, folks aren't happy is because they simply don't have what they want during the holidays. If you don't have it, just accept it. Be thankful for what you do have, even if that's just life. Okay? And please don't think of evil ways to take what's not yours like Shayna did. Please give Shayna Hudson the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. Fishing poles for Christmas. Why the kids just couldn't get what they already had? Exactly, especially That's when you thing. live in Florida. People like Shayna scared me though. Cause you're gonna get on TV talking about you need to turn yourself in, <laughs> knowing damn well it's you. People like that scare the hell out of me. It's one thing to commit the crime. But when you get on television and tell somebody they need to turn themselves in, knowing you talking about yourself, you need to be committed, man. All right. You need to be committed. Well, thank you for that donkey today, sir. Mm -hmm. Now, when we come back, Jasmine Crockett will be joining us. She's the U.S. representative from Texas's Texas's Texas 30th Congressional District. We're going to talk to her when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Absolutely. We have Jasmine Crockett. <clears throat> Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here with y'all. She's the U.S. representative from Texas 30th con uh, Congregational District, or Congressional District, I should say. How are you this morning, ma'am? I'm good. So, what's your job in politics? If somebody would say, well, what is Jasmine Crockett's job? What do you do? Black Congresswoman. <laughs> yeah, that's mm -hmm. what I am. Mm -hmm. No, I'm just kidding with that. No, so my job is to write the laws. We write the laws for mm -hmm. the entire country. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, the biggest thing that we do is we hand out money. Mm -hmm. We we are the ones, and that's what we're not doing right now. When everybody's like, oh, the government is about to shut down. What does a shutdown mean? That means that we're about to stop delivering money. So we are supposed to appropriate all the money. So when people say, hey, we got to pay our taxes, whether it's corporate taxes, personal taxes, whatever monies we actually collect into the treasury, we have to then disseminate that money. So when people are saying, hey, we don't have money coming to our community, Actually, you may have money coming to your community. The question is, what are the people that are in receipt of that money doing with the money? Right. Mm -hmm. So in a state like Texas, a lot of times we say, listen, Greg Abbott, he's not about this life. And so what we need to do is work around him. We need to make sure that those county executives and make sure that those city elected officials get the money because we can't trust our governor to do what he's supposed to do as we appropriate that money. So a lot of times it's a combination. You know, most people want to show 
show up for one race, right? Like they'll show up for the presidential, they'll vote for president, and then they don't show up for city council. Mm -hmm. Chances are somebody like me, I'm collecting the money and I'm sending it down and I'm saying, hey, this is what it needs to be used for. Or for instance, uh, one of the great bills that most people haven't really zoned in on that the Democrats as well as the president signed into law was the Infrastructure Act. So we've all saw we all saw what happened in Flint, Michigan. We all know what happened. We also know what happened down in Jackson, Mississippi with their water. Mm -hmm. So this administration, the Biden Harris administration said, listen, what we're going to do is make sure we start addressing environmental injustice issues, whether it's the air, the water or the soil, because it's literally killing people every single day that look like us. And so what they've done is something real. Yeah. What you said just now is absolutely true. I understood what you said. But how come Democrats can't say, Flint, we're going to fix the dirty water? Flint, we're going to make sure y'all got clean water. Flint, we made sure y'all got clean water. This bill makes sure y'all got not, clean now water. I, I agree with that. They're mm -hmm. they not doing that. But it, it is a combination of things, right? Mm -hmm. The presidential administration, they got to do their part. But mm -hmm. also congressional. Mm -hmm. So when I show up, like, I've delivered millions of dollars to my community. My community is a majority, ma majority minority district. So... Mm -hmm. Almost 80% of my district is black or brown. And so what I've done is we got the big fake chicks. We call all the media. <laughs> Listen, we do. Like, keep it simple. I mean, seriously, you got to okay. keep it simple, right? <clears throat> I bring my EPA administrator out and I say, y'all are getting this money because of this bill and because of the president and the vice president. And I tell them, and, and we're doing amazing things. But the thing is, we as members, we also have to carry some of that water because it's only so many places that the president and the vice president can get to, right? Right. So it is a team effort. I just don't know that like we all get on the same page. I, I don't know. We have issues. And by the way, that, that right there is such a simple thing a president could say or a vice president could say so people can point to and say this is what the administration Absolutely. has done. I don't need to know all the minutiae of the bill. Absolutely. I don't need to know everything in there. The yeah. water getting clean because yeah. of this. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. And the bill was like over a thousand pages. Wow. Exactly. So Exactly. Right. Yeah. And you just need the top lines. So we spoke about the president. What, what's your thoughts on Biden? You know, a, a lot of black people are not effing oh, with him right I now. Know. Not riding with him. I know. And necessarily don't even want to vote I, on him. I know. So and what's coming back? I know. It's stressing me out. It's stressing me out. Listen, it's stressing me out because, you know, I have direct access to the president, obviously. And I almost wish everyone could have a real sit down with the president, like a one on one and a real sit down with the vice president. I'm going to be real because it's just one of those things that most people don't have access to. And I'm going to be honest with you about this. Trump was amazing at propaganda. Mm -hmm. I mean, when we got the stimulus checks. They were delayed because he said, I want I'll to put my, my I want to put my signature on it. Mm -hmm. Now, now Trump wasn't the one that said, hey, this is what we need to do for the people. It was the Democratic House, the Democratic Senate that passed the legislation. He didn't even initiate it. He just signed it into law. Right. But he was like, this is a good opportunity. The problem is that it's exactly what you just said. Like, we need a president that's going to go around and brag on himself. He needs to be bragging about the fact he and his VP who graduated from an HBCU needs to be bragging about the fact that they actually have given more money to HBCUs than Trump ever did. But you know what Trump did? He sat back. He took a picture with all the HBCU presidents. presidents right. So everybody's like, oh, Trump gave. Nope, 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 nope. Let's let's be real about this. This actually was the result of a bill that was signed into law by a Republican, by a Bush. And ultimately, this was a reauthorization. In the reauthorization, he actually wanted to zero out the HBCUs. But a black woman out of North Carolina 
my colleague, Alma, she said, oh, this is not what we going to do. And so she fought for it. She was able to get the money back in. So once he signed it back into law, he was like, well, let's take a picture. Like, we have to do some of the gimmicky things, the things that will allow people to see and visualize. But let me tell you something. Oh, y'all do gimmicky things. It's just whack. <laughs> like when they kneeling down in kente cloth. You know, in, 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 in Congress, like that's nobody asked for that. I, 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 you know I, I wasn't part of that, so don't, did, don't, don't look me in. Don't, don't look me in with okay. that. You know what I'm saying? Because I do try to have conversations. But back to the president, we have two options. We have one person that hey, a lot of people say isn't perfect, and this is what we do in this country: is we are always searching for perfection, whether it's in our preacher at church or whether mm -hmm. it's in our president. And the reality is that none of us is perfect. I promise you. While I believe that my district loves me, there are some people that definitely don't agree with me mm -hmm. on certain things. That's just what it is in life. We don't agree with our spouses on everything in life, right? And so. We don't necessarily have to agree with this president on everything. But let me tell you something. He at least is not a danger. My concern is the fact that Trump is an actual threat and danger to us, whether it's our democracy. This is somebody that sat back and said on day one, I'm going to be a dictator. Do we not understand what it means to have a dictatorship mm. like in this country, in the land of the free? And let's talk about like when we really look at his homies on the Republican side, we've seen the dysfunction in the right. Republican House. We've seen what they want to do. All they have is chaos. And so until somebody comes at me and tells me, hey, this is a policy issue that Trump is trying to bring forward. He ain't brought no policies to the table. He won't even debate because he knows that he doesn't have a stance. The only thing that he's trying to do is make sure he can stay out of prison. And listen, I, I can appreciate the hustle. I can't. Right. But the reality is that we have always been subjected to the prison system in this country right. and he should not be above the law. And that's the only reason that he's trying to get back. So, you I know, agree with everything that you just said, I mean, I get it. But you like, it's no, not no, changed. I, no, I agree with everything you said, but it's still the Democrats fault. And, and, I, and I'll tell you why. It's, okay. There's also a third option. The third option is the couch. You got you I, got Trump, I, the criminal, Biden, the coward. And you got the couch. I, I'm gonna argue the couch that the, might win. I, I, I argue that the couch means that Trump wins. I, yeah, yeah. I, 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 so I, I argue that like it may be three options, but we still we got two out of three yeah. comes up with Trump, and I think that that's a problem. All right, we got more with Jasmine Crockett when we come back. Of course, she's the U.S. representative from the Texas 30th congressional district. So don't move, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Jasmine Crockett, the U.S. representative from Texas 30th Congressional District. Charlemagne? Do you think Hunter Biden <laughs> being indicted on the nine new tax charges is political? Absolutely. I mean, he's already... Listen, we, we know that he already had indictments that he was facing for basically the same thing. Um, and and what we typically do if I put on my, my legal hat mm -hmm. is you work out a deal mm -hmm. you work out a deal and you say listen we will do XYZ in exchange for this and it cleans everything up I never work a deal where I'm only gonna resolve one issue I work it all out because who wants to keep having to go back and back and right. back or whatever now granted it was the judge that blew the deal up which judges can always decide if they're gonna accept or reject but I think it's a little disingenuous of the DOJ in general to say alright well it's a free for all now you know what I mean this isn't you know like George Santos right like for instance this dude was like no I ain't taking your deal right he had nine counts so the AUSA comes back and was like, okay, if we're going to have to try it, then we're going to try it, bro. Right? So superseding indictment. Now you got 23, 
23 counts. This wasn't that type of situation. You had someone who said, I am accepting responsibility. I am willing to do what needs to be done to mm-hmm. fulfill the requirements and moving on. So I, I think that, you know, it's a little different. And I do think that it's politics. Um, but, you know, this is what we this is the world we living in. It's an election cycle. Them, so. them talking about impeaching Biden is definitely politics. Oh, my God. They've said that. Mm-hmm. They, I, yeah. I forgot what you guys said, it, but he literally said, I'm doing this to be able to give President Trump that's all it for is. when they bring up yeah. his impeachment. Yeah. So, see, I, see, I, and see, I believe the problem is they normalize so much of Trump's criminal behavior yep. that when they finally decided to take some action, it all looks political. Yeah. <laughs> I got two more questions. Okay. Do you think the Democratic Party is making the same mistake with Biden that they made with RBG? Ooh, that is a very interesting way to uh, phrase it. Um, listen, I'm riding with Biden. That's <laughs> We have no other option. We if, have no other option. If I mean, Trump wasn't running, would you be riding with Biden? Or would you be calling for Biden to step aside? I, I wouldn't be calling for him to step aside mm-hmm. only because, literally, this guy has a great track record. Mm-hmm. Again, who's looking at fixing the water in Flint? Can he win? Biden. I agree with you. He, the track record is there, but can he win? I, can he win next year in a general election? Can Biden and Harris win? Are they still a winnable ticket? I think they are. Mm. I think they are. I think that... We got a lot of work to do. And I think that, you know, we tripping if we feel like we got this thing in the bag. I don't think we should ever underestimate the power of Trump and his cult. We should never do that. Right. And I also think that it's important for people that have historically um, felt like they were left out, ignored or just taken for granted. I think it's important that we have the conversations with those communities and tell them that, no, 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 we are fighting for you. Like I just said, most people don't know $6 a day and the Republicans trying to snatch it. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, no, like we can do this. Like, don't do this to us. Right. Like, or the fact that you want to make sure that housing vouchers aren't available when we're dealing with a housing crisis in this entire country. Like, no, we are trying to fight for these things. And, and listen, if you let them empower you may not have a roof over your head, for sure. You may not have food in your belly, for sure. So, like, we are fighting for these things, and it is a team effort. I think that what we do is we give too much power to the president. The president isn't a king. That's not what we have in this country. It takes an entire team. So I need people to understand that they need to research who is running for the state house, so you don't end up with a George Santos because that was a democratically. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do find this missing girlfriend and tell her story with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one like my producer Anna oh my god my friend Dr. Mindy Shapiro hi it's Dr. Shapiro and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner and of course Gail's sister Elaine Katz having no closure it kills you join us as we try to solve a 35 year old cold case It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Seat, and a Democrat needs to take it back. So, like, I need people to to say, yes, 
We've got the president and the vice president, but they can't get nothing done by themselves. Mm -hmm. They still need a Senate that's going to work with them. They still need a House that's going to work with them. And so we put so much focus on the president as if he is the one person that can do it all. And that's just not what it is. I need people to start putting some pressure on these members that are sitting in the U.S. House as well as the U.S. Senate and making sure that they're researching them and they're voting for the right candidates so that we can get the right team. Because last time we had the House, we had the Senate and we had the White House. And everybody's like, why didn't y'all codify Roe? Like that, that's been like a major blast, right? That's because y'all had people. It was the Senate. The Senate was the problem. But it was two of y'all people constantly holding stuff up. In the Senate. Joe Correct. Manchin and Kirsty Cinema. And now nobody flexed on either one of them. Oh, Donald well, Trump. I, I, I did. Did. I'm talking about Donald Trump would have mm-hmm. had a nickname for both of them. Oh, Donald Trump would have yeah. been calling them out. Donald yeah. Trump would have been putting pressure yeah. on them. Yeah, but 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 look at this. Cinema decided, let me go on and not even try to pretend I'm a Democrat no more, right? So Cinema is not running as a Democrat. Her polling is trash. And so one of my Democratic House colleagues is running against her, Ruben Gallego. He about to smash her. Like that, that is the plan. Good. He's going to hopefully take that seat. So mm-hmm. now we got one. Joe Manchin, what he decides to do. Run for Never president. Never mind. I, whoa, oh, Jesus. <laughs> we will. Okay, we not going to. And guess what? We when he it. runs for president, I don't want to hear nobody that's a Democrat talk shit about him because y'all didn't talk shit about him. I did. Well, so talk, you well, said nobody. Well, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I don't want to. Everybody was tiptoeing around Joe for the most part. Yeah. Wouldn't call him out when he was blocking every single agenda. In the Biden administration, but when he runs for president, everybody gonna try to demonize him, act like he's a bad guy. Don't do that now. I, well, I, I'm gonna be consistent. I'm gonna hear him out. Yeah, I'm. 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 Do, 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 do. <laughs> he knows not. Representative, we appreciate you for joining us. Representative Jasmine Crockett, and thank you so much. How can people follow if they want to follow you? Yes. So my official accounts are at Rep Jasmine R E P J A S M I N E, and my campaign accounts, which is where I do most of the tweeting. <laughs> Um, that is Jasmine for us. Now, Jasmine, uh, Congresswoman Jasmine is one of the dope ones, man. That's right. If you if you pay attention, she's one of the dope ones. You one of the people that Thank I'm glad you. is actually in the position that you're in. Like people like you should be the future of democracy, but probably won't be because we won't have a democracy. Yeah, not if not if y'all let Trump back. Yep, it's over. <laughs> it's All over. Right. Well, there you have it. It's the Breakfast Club. It's Representative Jasmine Crockett. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got Lauren LaRosa, our special guest co-host, and let's get to the rumors. Lauren LaRosa. So I've been here for a little bit. I've been here for a little bit. This is the rumor report. I think a lot of people will recognize the voice and the name. On the Breakfast Club. Lauren came in hot. You know, Didn't I, right? I came in telling the truth. So, Bronny James, LeBron James' son, uh, made his return back to the court um, on Sunday after he uh, after he suffered the cardiac the sudden cardiac arrest back in July. Mm-hmm. Um, so, people were excited to see him play. This is his, you know, first time back on the court with USC. Now, during the game, he scored four points, three rebounds, two assists, two steals, and a block in 16 minutes. Um, USC did not lose the did not win the game. They lost to Long Beach State. Mm-hmm. People are just happy to see him up and moving and all yeah. that. But then again, the conversation comes in of him being LeBron James's son and he didn't lead the strongest in this game. Well, he's a freshman. This is his first game back. He got to get, you know, into, you know, what they're doing and into the practice, into the role. This is his first game back. I don't know what people expected, but he only played 16 minutes. He's I'm sure he's on limited minutes, but he did pretty good. He I looked mean, pretty me- good. Mentally and emotionally, physically, just for him to 
get back out there after what he experienced, I'm sure is, you know, helping him to get over a lot of hurdles. So give the brother a chance. I think man. people expected LeBron, you know, and you remember LeBron at 18 was playing in a league. He averaged 21 points in the NBA, but, yeah, but Bron, everybody has a different path. LeBron also didn't have a sudden cardiac arrest. Correct. That put him down for some months. Give him a minute. We got some audio. I want to take a listen to the audio, too. I just want to say I'm thankful for everything. Mayo Clinic, everything they helped me with. My parents, siblings, for supporting me through this this hard time in my life. Yeah, I just, I just, I just want to give appreciation to everyone that's helped me through this. Yeah, also, also my coach, my teammates, all my other coaches, they've been with me since the since the start. Yeah, I just want to be. I just want to say I'm thank, thankful for them. I hope Bronny remembers too He's gonna be rich regardless Cause I'll be damned If I let you niggas On social media Stress me the hell out <laughs> Talking about me you And what I cannot today. do But he still, you you still wants to play He still wants I'm to be sure, great Sure But, but I just hope that, game, that, don't, don't put too much pressure On yourself Bronny You're gonna be good regardless Just well, please keep that in well, mind LeBron, when Cause LeBron's these Negroes Gonna do everything In their power To try to break you Okay And these Caucasians too Because of who your daddy is You well, know yeah, what LeBron's I mean LeBron's your dad They couldn't break Bron So they're gonna try to break Bronny Right You know Stay focused young man it's no way around it. No mm -mm. way at all. I would hate to be, and he's named after his dad. Yeah. That's like even Absolutely. worse. Absolutely. A lot of pressure, but stay focused on okay. that. Well, uh, Jonathan Majors, uh, moving on to the next rumor, Jonathan Majors, uh, they were fourth date in court, and his ex uh, actually took the stand um, to talk about some text messages. We had known about these text messages since the filing happened in October, but she actually broke down on the stand trying to get them. We have a report for this as well, too. No, we don't. Okay, well, I'll just break it down. So, um, so his ex got on the stand, and what the DA was basically trying to establish was the fact that there was a physical confrontation that happened, where allegedly Jonathan Majors harmed her. Um, and in these text messages, she's saying things like, "Well, Jonathan Majors number one is saying to her." that he was afraid for her to go to the hospital because if she went to the hospital they would ask her questions and if and it would lead to an investigation and that and that's in no way protecting them or protecting us as Jonathan Majors put it in these texts um and the same text he also said something about something just being fake there's no context as to what he responded to there uh but then there's also a response from his ex basically telling him at this point she was in a lot of pain in her head there was some sort of head injury and she reassured jonathan that she wouldn't blame him for anything um and wouldn't mention that he caused the injury to her head but she needed to go get some stronger and she broke down crying the da had to finish reading the text messages so it's looking not so good uh, for jonathan based off of these texts because if you guys remember in the beginning they they played these texts off as they kind of like downplayed it where mm -hmm. it didn't they try to make it seem like it didn't show any physical abuse or anything like that it was just him having a conversation about she needed to kind of get herself together before she went to the hospital but this is showing that like he was basically telling her like don't go he was afraid of what police may do for what reason though is what people have to is what has to be established right yeah, that's what has to be established. Mm -hmm. But it's just, I'm just thinking if I'm his attorney and the way that we let in back in October and now... You is know, that based off the situation that he's on trial for? Is that, yes. So this okay. is basically... Yes. So basically, this is a conversation after the whole alleged physical altercation happened where mm -hmm. she wanted to go to the hospital, but he was telling her, if you go to the hospital, it, it may lead to an investigation that doesn't protect us. But she was like, my head is hurting and I need more pain pills. So what do I do? So it's just how do you clear that up if you are um, Jonathan's attorney? Like, because now you're admitting, even if 
hey, you know, she started or whatever they're alleging. You're mm-hmm. admit this is kind of like admitting that there was a physical altercation. altercation of some sort and pain caused by him physically, which they said didn't happen. Well, we're gonna find out because yeah. what his his lawyers got to defend against that. Yeah, the counter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, God bless him. His year started off so different than this. Yeah. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, we got the People's Choice Mix. Get your request in. It's a Monday. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Lauren LaRosa, our special guest co-host, is with us today. All right. And um, again, salute to your bum-ass cowboys for winning this weekend. That hurt you so much. It to did. Say that. It did. I didn't want to say. Why did it hurt you? you? But, my, but my team ain't nowhere near it. So I, I mean, exactly. I might as well, you know. He came in here with the whole Cowboys out. outfit. You gotta. You gonna take a picture today? Nope. Cause I wear this all the time. I got so much Cowboy paraphernalia. I am a lifelong Dallas Cowboy fan. Got it from my daddy. Um, and we going to the Super Bowl this year. I'm did, you already, book, did you book your flight yet? No, I'm actually looking into it this week. I really am. I'm you don't want to like wait like one more game. Nah, because even if even if uh, we don't make it, I can still sell the tickets. If I wait until the week of the Super Bowl or something, whatever I'm gonna pay now is gonna be triple, quadruple, Cowboys, especially for Cowboys. So yeah, I might I as well just go ahead and buy them now. Yep. And then when you know, if if we don't make it, I can just sell. Them. Simple. Facts. I can't say my Giants are gonna be there, but you know, no. you can still go with Charlemagne though. No, no, <laughs> that's no fun. You no. wanted to go I for the be going, but not I wouldn't be going if the Cowboys weren't there. Mm-mm. I'm sure it's performing. You can watch that on TV. And I went to the Vegas residency. We be alright. Alright, well, again, congratulations to the Lakers. They won the first uh, NBA in-season tournament uh, this weekend, too. They beat the Pacers 123-109. And when we come back, we got the positive note. Don't move us to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time to get up out of here. This weekend was, was warm, but it was rainy. It was like 60 degrees on Saturday and Sunday. And it's been raining and raining and, and raining. raining. My no. hoodie was soaked this morning. Yeah, your hoodie was soaked. Soak, soak, soak. And it's white. And it's... Oh, my God. <laughs> I just can't with y'all. Like, I, that's certain things I miss about LA. It's like... Ugh. Yeah, well, it is what it is. Well, you got a positive note? I do, man. And I got this from The Healing Guide. I love The Healing Guide on Instagram. Mm-hmm. If you're ever looking for, like, a site that has a lot of positive affirmations, The Healing Guide is one of them. But the healing God said, if you erase all the mistakes of your past, you would also erase all of the wisdom of your present. Remember the lesson, not the disappointment. Breakfast Club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. 
This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich men Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts 